Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM. You know what? Come on, Harry. Bring bring that back again. Bring that back. Let me hear this on my piano. It's only right I'm a piano have taken over the world. I'm a piano. African music have finally invaded and taken over the world. I'm a piano along with Afro Beast. This today is Wednesday, and this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM, where you will hear conversation, information, education inspiration and motivation from the american urban perspective i am your host kinsley or say my co-host shafiq is not in the building right now today on urban talk radio you can join the conversation on facebook at bull mice and twitter at bull mice and also on my facebook page kinsley osei you can also stream this show on all smartphones on all it's not your smartphone your smartphone or completely you could you could also stream this show on your smartphone and um or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org in the studio <laughs> in the studio today in the studio today i have my tea <laughs> in the studio today i also have my v8 homemade by my mother-in-law <laughs> i need that to get to clear my throat and finally in the studio today i have my sis mona Jackson, aka Miss Jackson, as I call her, who's the executive director of Cook and Grow. Mona Jackson, how are you, sis? I'm fine, Kinsley. How are you? I'm just happy to be here. And uh, on this Women's History Month, we are very happy to for you to be our first featured artist. Um, you know, first featured uh, special guest. I have to put a special in here. I don't want no problem you. with you. <laughs> that that smile. <laughs> if you're just on FM and you're not on any time, or you're not on Facebook, you're missing out on this beautiful <laughs> smile from my sis, Miss Jackson. So Mona Jackson, whom we call Chef Jackson, is the founder and CEO of Cook and Grow here in uh, Bridgeport. She loves to cook. So after graduating from culinary school, she opened up her first panini cafe, which I do remember very, very, very well. Over the years, Chef Mona created Cook and Grow, a nonprofit organization to teach inner city youth life skills and healthy eating for the youth along with gardening. She was awarded the Food Hero Award by the Bridgeport 
Food Policy Council. Cook and Grow has been featured in Fairfield Magazine and just recently, Black Chef's Culinary History. When former Top Chef contestants and chef instructor Chris Scott from the oh. Institute of Culinary Education in New York was asked about who has influenced them in the food world, he chose to speak about Chef Mona Jackson. Whoa. Miss Jackson. Yes. I'm going to ask you again, how are you, my dear? How is life, tre how is life treating you? Life is good. The universe is blessing me every life, day. Life is good. Hashtag L-I-G. How was your grandson? How was your son? How was everybody doing? Oh, they're fine, Kinsley. Thanks for asking. My pleasure. So let's talk about Cook and Grow. I just did a sum summary of it. I have um, been through this journey. I have seen this journey as it was birthed. Um, yes, I have. Let's talk about that. Okay. Go ahead. Let's talk about Cook and Grow, how all that came along and, um, you know, it, how, is, how this whole thing is driven by passion and, you you know, you planted it, you watered it, and it, it's growing tall. Take us through yes. it. Yes, it is. Um, how it came about through an idea I had 17 years ago. And um, when President Obama first got into office and I um, was working at this restaurant that I did not fit in per se. Mm -hmm. um, so I quit, came home, sat at my thinking desk mm -hmm. and I started noticing kids how low self-esteem they had, um, you know, different health problems and stuff. So I decided to write a proposal and create Cook and Grow, a full um, culinary program, um, which teaches kids their life skills about um, cooking and eating and healthy. And due to the fact that um, Scott Hughes, I approached him and spoke to him about doing a class at the Bridgeport Library. When so you say when you when you say Scott Hughes, you mean the formerly black librarian? Black, black, yes, yes. That was that was ran out. I, yes. I'm I'm taking it there. Okay, that's okay because that's just what they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's keep it going. Yeah. So he he um liked the idea. So I taught maybe for about two years out of Black Rock um library. We put in a garden out there, which it still stands. I don't think they use it um, anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we have a garden. The main garden is in downtown Bridgeport Library. Mm -hmm. So in the summer and the springtime, I partnered with um, Sal Gaberti, mm -hmm. um, who has a farm in Easton. Mm -hmm. And Sal has been donating herbs and veggies um, since I had that garden. So the kids, when I have my junior chef program um, in the summer, um, the kids tend to the garden. So it's like garden to kitchen. Mm -hmm. So whatever is growing in there at that time, they, you know, cook with it. They also received recipes. They learn their um, knife skills. They also learn how to measure because they have to know their measurements because we do sweet and savory dishes. Mm -hmm. So it, they have to know their um, measurements. They 
learn how um, table etiquette, mm-hmm. how to clean the kitchen, wash dishes, everything. So it's a, even though if they don't go into this industry, they have the skills to do it. Right now, I'm with um, the Justice Education, who's one of my clients um, out of West Hartford. And I teach Bassett High School juniors and seniors. Nice. Um, also, which of who I have today, I have them. I do two semesters with them. Um, so I have them um, from January all the way up until June. And then I get a break. And then that's when I start my summer program. Also, I'll have full circle. Um nonprofit which is over on East Main Street. So her um the CEO is Janine Reed and she will be um giving me a new class today. Um that's very interesting. Um uh, uh Ebony who is it uh is Ebony Barnes who is the um she is um she is at a at a greens home. She actually called me a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, about a 12-year-old that she needed um help for. She needed um some help for. So I may have to uh, refer her to you. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah, she's in the greens home. Um and big shout out to Scott Hughes. Um, you're talking about Scott Hughes, um, formerly um Black Liberian. Mona, if you know me, I'm a very loyal uh, person. That's why I don't do too, I don't do too good in endorsing um, candidates because I will endorse a candidate against another that I also have relationship with. So, right. So I try to stay out of that fray. Um, um, but you talk about Scott Hughes. Scott Hughes. Um, we went through this journey together. Um, yeah. At the same time, where they gave you the garden, um, he he have us do our first program that somebody stole from me. Uh, which was the uh, the the poetry? Uh, 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 what was it? It was the youth um, um, youth poetry uh, workshop. You remember that, right? Yes, we, I do. We were doing youth poetry workshop. Yeah. I knew nothing about poetry, so I brought somebody that knew everything about it. The next thing I know, the person stole the um, the program um, mm-hmm. um, from from me. Uh, that was one of my bad experiences that I had. Um, Scott also always sponsored our um, uh, our annual. Um, you back to school youth summit. He was one yeah. of the first sponsors of it. So, you know, we, you know, guys, you always got to remember when you first grow that plant and you water right. it, you got to remember the people that help you. Yeah. You know, get it's the thi- get the things that you help. needed to, to grow that plant. And he surely did help. And I will never forget that when we came in the game when nobody knew us and nobody cared because we were nobody, yeah. um, he was there to make sure that he helped us um grow that plant. Uh, Mona, what were some of your um your challenges? Because I've seen some of your challenges. We had so many conversations. We done <laughs> we done cursed out politicians. We don't okay. like you know my sis Mona don't hold back, and you know what? I don't hold back either. Even though sometimes I'm politically correct, because you got to be politically correct. But sometimes I got to be like Mona, shh, Mona, Mona. <laughs> That's what I love my sis. Talk to me. What were some of your challenges, Mona? Oh, a lot, a lot, but. To me, is is going through this journey and still walking that same road is that the people, when I first started, it was like, oh, another program in Bridgeport. It's not gonna last. I had yes. no sponsors. I had I had nothing. I right. had me. And right. I had I knew this would work. Right. And 
to this day, we are the only type of program here in Bridgeport like this. I mean, wow. all the all the different, like the the lighthouse and and the um, Wakeman, and you know, I mean, like you get grants to right. run these programs. Right. But what are you doing? Right. You know, I mean, I I have taken in the past. Um, I did two graduations up at my culinary school that I went to, so I still have a relationship with them. Anytime I need need them um, for something because they know what I do, right. um, they say yes. Um, as far as money, I mean, it, in the beginning, it was do this on a dime. And and I did, you know, I did. So, I mean, I have now, it's different because we do um, write grants and I have a board and it's, but it's still building. I still have to build it. And I recently um, partnered with the Connecticut um, Institute, yeah, Institution of Refugees and Immigrants. Awesome. That's a new contract that I have and I'll be starting them in July. So after I do this last class in July, then I'm on vacation because I, I work from, from August, <laughs> When I come back, it, all, all the way up until the end of July. So. Mona, I never thought I would hear you talk about Cook and Grow and just how busy oh, gosh. you yes. have been. I never thought yeah. so. You know, it's it's very amazing um, to have such a unique program. Um, you know, I came in. The, I I came into the whole nonprofit business with. Um, through by the way of hip hop music culture, which is all I knew. And yeah. um, nobody was doing anything as such. And now exactly. every, everybody got some type of hip hop program. And yeah, yeah. You know, we were the first ones to break the doors down as a community to go into the schools and yeah. you know, reach out to the kids. Their door was not open. Um and I don't think I don't think that. the door the door closed when when you no longer did it or whatever the, the powers that be. Um, there's no more back to school thing you how you used to uh, do <laughs> at the schools, you know? And and the kids really enjoyed it. Just like how they enjoy cooking. And it's amazing that how I how I teach my kids about food is that we go around the world. One day we may be in Italy, the next day we may be in Morocco, but see these kids never tasted anything like it. So right. when they when they cook, um, you know, they may have those faces, oh, what is this? But once they sit down and eat it, yeah, they did it. I have and been that, to I have been to your class to see the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. They, they get real excited, you know. Yeah. Um you have a five weeks program in the summer. Talk to talk to me about that. Okay. Let's, let's get very specific. And then uh, you know, give uh, information about if, if there is any kids needed or if you already have kids. Let's uh -huh. talk about how, how that program is run. Okay. All right. When when the kids are out of out of public schools and their parents need to find somewhere to um put them. But I let the parents know this is not a latch program. I am not a babysitter. I'm a chef. Mm -hmm. So your kid has to has to 
know that when they come in, I have them from nine o'clock in the morning until two o'clock in the afternoon. So they do their breakfast, they do their lunch. On Thursdays, we go to the farmer's market so they mm -hmm. can see the vegetables or whatever that is there that day. Um, so like I said, it's from nine to two o'clock, Monday through Friday. Um, the fee, um, the tuition fee is five seventy five for those weeks. Okay. All right. Um, and we also tend, like I said, we tend the garden. Okay. So um, it's it's just a fabulous program, and I usually take no more than ten kids. Okay. You know, and no more than than ten kids, and um, they get a chef jacket, they get an apron. They nice. get a side towel, nice. and since I have to wear a chef jacket every day, then you have to wear one to nice. make them feel that they're, you know, part part of the kitchen, part of the process, what they're going through. And then at the end of those those uh, five weeks, they get recipes every single day. If we don't, we do savory and sweet, so they get a meal meal, and they may make cookies or they make muffins, you know, with fresh blueberries and, you know, everything is fresh. They make fresh pasta. Um, so everything I try to try to teach them and to, for them to cook healthy is all done fresh. So how do you recruit the, um, the kids? Cause you, you talk about only how many, uh, seven through 12 and you only need about what? 10 kids, right? Yeah. How hard or how easy it is to get those 10 kids because it's also cost a, a certain amount of money to, yes, to be a yeah. form. So how do you get inner city kids whose parents may want them to join, but they don't really have money to okay. join? All right. Um, what we do, we do give out scholarships. Okay. We do scholarships, um, especially if if it's a family that has three, say like three kids but only two of them can go because the other one is underage. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta, you gotta, because we use real nice, okay. nothing plastic, you know? And that's why we teach them their knife skills on how to hold a knife, how, how to walk with a knife. Okay. You know, um, and we will do a full, we'll do a full and a half. So, mm -hmm. um, the one that has two children and that wants to come in mm -hmm. will give will give a scholarship to one, but the other one she will have to or he will have to pay for. So can't be having no angry kids walking into your place. Can oh we? no, no. <laughs> and, and Kinsey, I tell you something. In the years I've been doing this, I only had to terminate two kids. Because wow. you are you are gonna have respect for each other, and definitely you're gonna have respect for me. You know, this is your kitchen and this is not a playground. Um, we teach them safety and about washing their hands, mm -hmm. you know, everything, everything. What type of feedback are you getting from the parents, the community, um, legislators, anybody that is actually supporting the program? What type of feedback are you getting? I am getting very good feedback. 
um, as of now, and this is only March, I have sent out six applications to mm -hmm. parents who call me. And one lady, one lady called me, I think last week, she called me twice, but I finally got, got to her. And she wanted to do cooking class mm -hmm. for her granddaughter to surprise the, um, the mother. And mm. she said, well, she pretends to cook. And I started laughing. And I said, that, that's good, right? So now she's, I, so I said to her, well, how old is she? She was only three years old. Oh, wow. He couldn't even, she couldn't even reach the, 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 the stations, as we call them, you know, and you, you're going to be using real, real tools, real definitely. knives and stuff. Definitely. Yeah, no, but I have yeah. had. I have had two six-year-olds, not at the same time, but these, these girls, Kenzie, I'm telling you, I was amazed how they were organized. They knew what they were doing. They knew how to handle a knife, and they were only six. And they, they stood their own with the guys that, that come also. It's not always all girls, but um, yeah. So we, um, like I said, um, it will start June the 19th, um, the summer program, until July 21st. So with, so with that, they will, um, they save their recipes. So at the end, they'll do a PMP, which is a plate presentation. Mm -hmm. They will in, invite mm -hmm. their, their families, mm -hmm. their friends. Mm -hmm. And they will they will create the menu of all the recipes, and they vote on it. Nice. Yeah, they mm -hmm. vote. They vote on it. So, um, and as far as the other question that you asked me about the feedback, um, I said legislators, parents, um, you know. Yeah, I. We were blessed with it with a with a state, um, the state right. budget. Okay. Yeah. Um, Congressman Himes and Senator Moore graduated my class last summer, their junior chef class. Okay. And the parents were like, you know them? Yeah. You know, they're friends of mine, you know? So I always try to, to have some type of political person so they Def can definitely, see definitely. Definitely, you know? definitely. Sometimes people don't understand why um, the political side is necessary because for me, especially being that I'm deep in the violence prevention uh, part of it, um, they're going to take credit. Oh, yeah. They're taking credit when the violence is going down, where you pretty much played some type of part in sure. it. I don't care if it was 1% part or 2% part. So with that being said, it's good to have them, you know, not to allow them to use you, but you also knowing what you need out of them. Right, Maybe exactly. Maybe to, to, leg, to legitimize your organization, um, you know, it, it's necessary. Because I, I recall our first youth summit when um, I asked um, Senator Blumenthal's office to come in and uh, they didn't want to, and then they did a little research and then they came. And uh, our first ah. one was at Pastor Moe's church. And when they came and he's, um, you know, people say, hey, call us whenever you have an event. Uh, they respected the platform 
You right. know, they were very comfortable with the platform. And um, ever since, you know, a phone call to Senator Blumenthal's office or whatever, and uh, and they're there. And for you, Congressman Jim Himes have been a big supporter. Yes, he of has. You from yes, day one. Has. That yes, I do know. Has. Every now and then, you're going to have some politicians that wait until the, the, the tree is, gro- is growing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, they, com- and then they come in. He's been down since day one. Yeah, Trust me, yeah. I've been paying attention, so I know. <laughs> Mola, we don't want to take it there. We have we have a lot of conversation yes. about these bomb ass yes. yes. politicians, politicians. Tricks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me do the station. Let me do the station ID. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osei. My co-host Shafiq is not here. And if you are just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter at Bold Minds. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. In the studio today, we have our very special guest, Miss Mona Jackson, Executive Director of Cook and Grow. Um, Mona, you never seen my little one cooking, have you? No. Oh, man. My little, really? my little one burns. <laughs> yeah, she, right. she burns. Really, huh? When, when I mean she burns, she burns. I'm gonna show you. This is this is my little one's kitchen set. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Now nah, she's she's now nah, she's not playing. She's not playing games. Oh right. She yeah, is. I- then as when she gets older, I, if I'm look at her, oh, hey, baby, all right, daddy, cut it out, you know, get out of, get out of my face. Take <laughs> <laughs> ah, it, okay, okay. So all right, I, cool. I did the um, I couple weeks ago, um, whenever it's um, we got I got interviewed by her. And it was a nice interview talking about Cook and Grow. Um, and after that, we received a donation nice. from somebody in in Wood Woodbridge. Right. I I was just talking about the program. I wasn't asking for money or anything like right. that. But there are people out there that yes. don't know about the program, or and you know where I'm at, Kinsley. Definitely. Um, okay. And. Yeah. especially in the summertime that people pass that window and they're like looking in or they're trying to get in, but I always keep the door locked because I have little kids in there. Um, but I sometimes will go to the door and um, what is this? Oh, I didn't know. So I will invite them in to show them, you know, what what's going on in there. And it's all about healthy kids, man. All this processed food and and chemicals and it's not good. You know how I feel about that. I know, I know, kids. Mona, <laughs> Mona, <laughs> Mona knows my eating habit. You damn near got to pay me to eat what I want to okay, eat for sure. You know, I know that Mona knows me for a very long time, oh, and very long I, time. I will go all day starving before you give me some processed food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a good thing. You know, like I said, the universe have have blessed me and Ah. it's getting bigger. 
And Mona, you mentioned, oh, no, right. finish. You, no, no. you mentioned um, Gwen Taylor, um, Gwen Edwards. And um, you know what? I wanted to bring it back to that because uh-huh. there is, there are two journalists in our community that we do not need to take for granted. I have been on our lives. I don't even know how many times. Yeah. Miss Gwen Edwards have featured myself and our organization every time we had a special event. Okay. Every time. I want to also give a big shout out to Mr. Frank Rickier. Um, I haven't, I haven't, um, he hasn't gotten to me. No, I haven't gotten to him yet. No, you need to get to Frank because Frank don't say no. Frank wants a good story, whether it's a bad story or a good story. A story right. is a story. Frank is going to bring it to his producers and, um, you know, they're going to make a decision on it. But I have to give a shout out to Frank because Frank is not driven by the station. Frank drives the station because if, if you put in a phone call to Frank, says, Frank, I need help. Frank, I have a, something I need to cover. Frank, before he can even tell you that I got to go get Clarence, Frank is going to tell you that Kingsley, I'll do it. Yeah. Call, call me on this day and let's make it happen. And he's okay. always been a man of his word as well. Okay. So I, I really want to give a shout out to these two people that have been very instrumental during the growth of um, Connecticut, Connecticut Against Violence from, mm-hmm. this, uh, from day one. Uh, yeah. And, all and they, also, they, Kinsey, I want to, I want to mention that... Um, Besides me teaching um, the kids, we also do adult classes. Okay, let's talk we about call, that. We we call them date night cooking classes. You don't have to have a date, you know, but how that works, we just did one in February. Chef Dave um, did that class. Yeah. And, yep. okay. um, and it was Valentine's weekend. Before Valentine's, which was that Tuesday, so the that one is like a fundraiser for us. So, mm-hmm. so you have to pay, you have to pay to come to this to these classes. So on that day, um, he showed them how to do crusted. Um, they had crusted lamb chops with potato gratin, asparagus um, for appetizers. They made crab cakes and for dessert, death by chocolate mm-hmm. cake, mm-hmm. Um, along with wine and Raz, who sits on my board. Razul. Um, Razul, yeah. He came in and did cocktails. Okay. So we're getting ready to do another one um, on the 24th. This chef is from um, CIA's. Um, graduate of the CIA, um, Culinary Institute of America, not the government. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, hey. and she, but. <laughs> well, I, I she, mean, um, go ahead, finish it. And she, she is a um, chef instructor at, at my um, culinary school. So she's coming in to do this class. I usually don't do those classes. You know, I like to feature local chefs and stuff mm-hmm. to come. Um, our friend, um, Chef Damon, mm-hmm. he has offered to, um, to, uh, for me to bring my kids to his restaurant 
and they're going to cook a meal. You mean D- Chef Dim and D? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we just we just featured um last week. Yes, I seen ago. that. Yeah, that two, was good. two weeks ago. Awesome. Yeah. So he he has offered because he he did a um date night cooking class before for me years ago before he just totally blew up and I'm so glad for him. So and you are, you are talking about 29 Marco um uh, Marco yes. Court yes. Re- restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Mhm. So that, like I said that's what we we also we also do. It's yeah. funny you said CIA and not the government. Uh <laughs> you know, I I used to I recruited this case called CIA CIA when I was in the RK Mall running the street team. And they were called criminals in action. I remember them. Remember them, them yes. wild, them wild ASS Puerto Ricans. Oh, I yes. love them to death. You know, <laughs> how could you not remember them? <laughs> what the wildest Puerto Ricans in Bridgeport you could okay. you could find. You know, right. and um, I you know I had to take the guns from these kids. They were tag crew. They enjoyed what they were doing, but I had to take their guns and their spray paints and uh, they well, yeah. They, you know, they never let the spray paints go, but, you know, they used to spray paint all over Bridgeport World. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I took all that from their hands and I put staple guns in their hands. And we just, yes. uh, you know, I, they, 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 they embraced the street team and the hip hop culture, which they were already a part of. And, um, you know, yeah. now now they are all, you know, family. They, I mean, they yeah. all parents and taking care of the kids and. Um, they got licensed, you know, to carry instead of uh-huh. running around yeah, wild, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, Mona, I, Mona was changing lives and didn't even know, you know. <laughs> I had, really? I had no idea I was contributing to the culture. <laughs> I mean, to the you know society in a different way, you yes, know. Yes, you were. Yes, you, you know. Were. <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. So that's um. That's about where Cook and Grow is at, and and like I said, it's getting bigger. And we yes. are the we are the products of the historical arcade mall. Yeah. For all you who yeah. for all you who don't know, you might yeah. want to Google arcade mall, yeah. Bridgeport, Connecticut, where we had to fight for that building to stay open because mm-hmm. that building was about to go down. Yeah. That's right. That, that historical building during Bill Finch era was about to go down, and we yeah. fought to keep that building alive. Yeah, and, and it's I a beautiful mean, building. And I mean, we, you guys cannot, there should not be any storytelling about the Arcade Mall without having us in the conversation. Exactly. I'm gonna make you it. Know, I was in, I was in your shop every you other was, day. You was, you was there <laughs> every day. Y'all are not gonna rewrite history. We uh, were we were on the sidewalk making so much money. Yeah. And with, the, with nobody in the arcade mall, arcade mall was abandoned. And yeah. they said, no, we cannot vend there from Monday to Friday. We can only come in there for Friday, Saturday on the weekend. So we looked behind us and we said, hmm, let's go into this arcade mall and do make something out of yeah. it. Paying $300 rent, $350, fixing yeah. up stuff. We did everything from the yeah. one, everything from the scratch with no type of help at all. That's right. Um, yeah. The city didn't care, you know. But but I guess I guess now, now you go in there, there's things happening in there, and there's there's um shops in there, right? You know, but nothing like back in the day, man. 
Mona, I remember when I was bringing um, Lurukim to the RK Mall and I called Connecticut Post for coverage. Connecticut Post tells me that we are not going to promise you that we'll be there because if we get a uh, a call and somebody got shot somewhere, we got to go cover that. <laughs> yeah. Mona, I remember this like it was yesterday. Okay. I remember this like it was yesterday. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hired AOG security team. I had I, I didn't hire any police officers and big shout out to Bridgeport Police um, Department. You know they were always some, they were always helpful. Um, you know to us, even though every now and then there was one jerk. You know in the mix, and um, so little Kim shows up. I we, was there that day. Yeah, yes, she was. Uh, yeah, and, and V, yeah, V was there. You know, and it was so crowded in there. You and, couldn't even get in there. Mona, you could not buy. You know what? My security team was able to handle that without yes, us did. calling the police department for any type of help. But the right. police, the police ended up being there and watch my security team have everything under control. And then guess who shows up? And we get the front page, Connecticut Post. <laughs> <laughs> They they, they got no shooting on the other no, side it, was no, town. it was no shooting, and they must have got a call that there is a news, there is a article, right. something worth the news, you know. Right. So, right. so we went from we can promise you because of if somebody gets shot to get in the front page. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, right. and, and shout to little Kim, you know, she did not want to leave. Her security had to get her out of there to go to yeah, to go to Hot 93 because she was scheduled to be at Hot 93 at five o'clock. And they had to drag her out of there. The girl did not want to leave. She, she didn't so, want to leave. Yeah, she did not want to leave. Man, big shout out to her. That's why her fans really, really love her. She's about uh, her fans. So, yeah. um, so Mona, what else do we need to know? Um, what's the next? What's the next chapter? What are you know? What are the dreams that needs to be fulfilled? And and how can what type of help would you seek to make it happen? Um, the next dream, I'm writing it. I'm writing it now in my head. So when it's when when it's finished, then I will let you know. Any type of, of help, um, especially in the summertime with the garden. That that has always been a challenge. Um, we had there was there's 21 beds in that garden. Over the years, we you know, South um, provided me whatever I wanted. But keeping up with that garden is quite much. So I would need volunteers. So now what I did, I think two years ago, I gave half of it to the library. Okay. So we have seven beds now. You know, but it, it um, I, you know, volunteers when we have events in August, in August, we're planning a farm to table um, fundraiser event at Sal's Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef, Chef Chris Scott um, from the Food Network, um, Bravo, he is the one that suggested it. I was down in Brooklyn where he's at now with Butterfront, um, his business, and um, he will come. Him and Chef Tyler, they're friends. Mm-hmm. will come and and help me um raise money um for for this event so there will be the two chefs um hopefully i can get two more and plus my students um 
that would be had already graduated. So I will invite them to come and help out. So and this I is in August. So um, my board and I, you know, we're planning it now because it's going to going to be quite an undertaking. And you and you did mention um, my root boy, Chef Davis, my root boy Chef friend. Davis. Chef Davis, where you at, root boy? Where you at, man? <laughs> right? yeah. I, I I have mastered the art of cooking pepper shrimp. By the way. <laughs> Oh, really? You Mona, Mona, the pandemic had me burning. <laughs> All right. I mean, burning. I feel like I could cook any Ghanaian food there is. Oh, no, that's really? that, that's not true. There's a lot of milk. <laughs> there's there's a lot of goodies when it comes to Ghanaian food. But I've, I've mastered the art of cooking a lot of Ghanaian food, and I'm very proud of me. Good. I would love to. to I don't know how to, to cook that type of cuisine. Mm -hmm. I would love to. Invite you to my kitchen. Yeah, um, you know we we when it comes to our cuisine, we have to have the spices that we use. We the, yes, this yeah, are, these are these are not stop and shop spices, guys. Oh, right. I you know <laughs> you know every you. every now and then people try to go to YouTube and you know do what they you know and learn to cook stuff. Yeah, I I do YouTube too, but. You have to know the spices, spices because yeah, we, do, dish. we do not compromise. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't, Mona, you know it. Africans, yeah. Caribbeans, we don't compromise right. on the spices you that you're supposed you to use to cook. Right. You, know, you don't do, you don't cook pepper shrimp and not use scotch bonnet. You cannot yeah. compromise. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not um, pepper shrimp if you use, um, just peppercorns. No, you know you need that heat. You need that heat. Yeah, you, you need do. that heat. But I you would, do. I would love to because if you have time <laughs> in the near future, yes, you know I'll get the ingredients. But okay. I would love to learn a couple of dishes. Okay, all right. Very, uh, very, 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 very interesting. Yeah. What else? Do, what else do we need to know, Mona? This is, uh, this is your world. This is your world. I am so glad to have you. You were so due to be featured. Such a a beautiful lady with a beautiful heart. Uh, who is Mona Jackson? Who is Chef Jackson? Let's talk about you. Um, and being in uh, Bridgeport, um, coming from the south somewhere. Who is Miss Jackson? South of what? South Norwalk. I That's don't know. where I came from. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who is, I know, right? Who is Miss Jackson? Oh, a person who stays behind the scenes, but are working on whatever, and you don't know until I show up and and do, because I have done it. And living in this city, um, when my mom brought us here. My sisters and brothers and I, when I was a kid, but I have lived, I'm from Nowak, so I had the, the privilege of living in Nowak and living in Bridgeport all of, you know, all my life. But I wound up after I got grown to stay in Bridgeport and watch and watch the downtown when we had a downtown, <laughs> yes. you know? I mean, the only thing, the only thing that is Jimmy's. Right. Okay, still ripping off 
15 young kids. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Shots fired. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um I don't know. And then and then with with the politics. The politics. the politics. The politics, yes. And how this city just just went from sugar to shit, as far as I'm concerned. Because of all the factories, you know, people weren't paying paying attention at the front door. Mm-hmm. When these these politicians we were just stealing money left and right, and you know, and it, it's sad. And it's like there's a cloud over this city. And yes. they have been there for years, in years, and it's still there. And people must realize that. You know, don't just settle for what they they tell you. Ask questions, because I do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if need to know something, or if you don't, if you don't know anything, you know, you should know your council person, and don't let them just talk to you like a politician. Right. You know. Um, so as far as of who I am. Where's she going? I'm listening. Uh-huh. I just so, I, so you ended I up just, in you ended up in Bridgeport from Norwalk. And you yeah. and you've been and you've just landed there and that was it. No, I mean I had left Bridgeport on many occasions. Many you occasions, okay. Else, right. You know, ATL, California. But it seems like I always wound it wound up back here. And you know what? We probably got like four minutes. We got four minutes to, um, to wrap uh-huh. this up. Um, I want to give a big shout out to um, an RIP to Pops, um, uh, uh, Drew, Drew's, Drew. Drew's father. Yeah. You know, you cannot talk about the arcade mall without That's mentioning right. the legendary uh, Mr. Hall. You know, yeah. um, she, she, I always remember him saying, don't say nothing that you cannot say in court. That's right. <laughs> okay, there you go. If, if, I did, if I didn't learn anything yeah. from Pops, he said, don't say nothing <laughs> that you That's cannot right. say right in court. court. All right. So yeah. big shout out to uh, Drew and uh, Drew and Pops. And I also want to give a shout out to, um, you know, tell my friend Raquel. I said, what's up? Oh, tell, Chef tell, Raquel. Yeah. yeah, tell Chef Raquel um, what's up for me. Um, I shall. I'll see her um this weekend. Yeah. So. So but um, I, go ahead. I thank you very much for um letting me be on your show. It was fun. It, it was fun. I didn't know there was no notes. There is nothing. You know, it was all. It was all top of the head. It was uncut. It was raw. We right. tried. We try so hard to be politically correct. I try to hold myself back. You know I, what? We, that's not us. It's not us, Mona. <laughs> but it, it, it's not us. But we on the radio, so you know I you know. gotta you gotta try. We on F, We on it's FM. Sta- we on FM station, not AM. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard you it know is. you ask me a question i'm gonna tell you the truth and i gotta be careful what i ask you because are you going <laughs> to tell me something that i may not be ready to <laughs> i love you so mona i love you mona yeah. off the uh radio um you got to do your class sometime today sometime tomorrow i'm going to have a conversation with you since the last time we met 
and ah we did take a picture yes I somebody it. right yeah. a, 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 okay. lot, a lot has happened since then and i'm gonna really? uh, fill you in uh, you know what i was let me just say this i've uh-huh. been very offended and during the black history month to watch a black man tell me that the white man is superior over no. the black man and then to go further for that person to tell me that the white house press secretary only got her job because of three things because she's black because she's gay and because she is a woman um never mind her intelligence right no never mind her intelligence yeah. at all uh-huh. um i watched this person tell me that she he, this person called others who lump and added me to it because of the clothes that we wear. When I missed the opportunity to ask this man, how many suits you have in your closet? I have I have over 50 suits in my closet, ready to go, ready to change clothes and go. If, whether you want to talk about black tie affair, white tie affair, I'm going, I'm going in my closet shopping, ready to go. Where this person calling me a hoodlum because of the clothes ah. that I got on, don't even have one blue suit, one black suit, one gray suit, one brown suit, and to call me a whole long. And it all started when this person called Meek Mill, the artist, a hoodlum. And I said, how you call this man a hoodlum when this man is employing a hundreds of people through what he does? And I'm going to leave it on that note because this conversation is going to be off the rate. It's deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's so deep. this person? Yes, you do. And it's so it's so deep that I had to call my friend, Dr. Adolph Brown, that I really do need a mental health checkup. Um, I I was traumatized. And I said, I I, I never thought that I would call a a clinician to really help me out with two days of not being able to sleep because of this. So when were you going to meet at 29 Macro Court? Possibly, um, probably, possibly this Friday. I'll give you. Um, I, I, I'll give you a call. Possibly this Friday. Yeah, because right. now you got me curious. Let me close this out, um, Mona. Before um, before I close it out, let uh, just tell us where people can um, can get to, um, can can reach out. Um, they can reach me. Um, they can call me. Um, or leave me Facebook uh, message. My phone number is two zero three. Thank you very much, Mona. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osset. And if you're just joining us in the the last part of our show, you can follow the conversation on Facebook at Bowmice and Twitter at Bowmice. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show and previous shows on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Thank you for joining us. Remember, Urban Talk Radio airs every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Z. Extraordinary things are doing. Ordinary things don't move me again.